right on. Welcome, guys. This is part two of uh, Archetypes and Tenets of Fear. Uh, this is Alexander, Lewis, and Dan. Back in action. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess uh, we'll leave off, or we'll start back up from where we left off. Um, I think I had like a question. So, mm -hmm. it uh, let's say I'm born into this world, right? Um, and I didn't ask to be born for some reason, or I didn't ask to be a guy, and I for some reason wanted to be born with different genetics. Okay. So I could say the odds are against me and that I'm victimizing myself. Wouldn't that mean that I'm a victim to something greater to deciding how I come into this world? Like, shouldn't I be given fair opportunity to live multiple lifetimes to experience different bodies, different species, and different genetics overall? No. Why not? Because it's impossible. What do you mean it's impossible? Anything is possible. Not anything. Alright. Let me ask you this. So, perception is reality, right? It's one part of reality. I'm just talking about your perception. Your perception is reality. Well, that's kind of a loose concept. Because... Perception can bring deception, so would you call something that's deceptive realistic? Yeah, but I'm saying just for the sake of the, the argument, mm -hmm. like if you say that perception is reality just in your own terms, like if you're the only person who exists, like if you're the last person alive and you don't know any other species, there's no other animals, mm -hmm. like your perception would be reality at that point because mm -hmm. you're the only person left to perceive this reality, right? So, in that sense, you can say that the mind is the all, or the all is made up of one consciousness, like we were talking about um, in the previous part. So, in that endeavor, it's like, if the mind is the all, and it's creating itself, then, essentially, we are God. Like, you can perceive yourself however you want to. And you can perceive life as whatever it is to you. Oh, yeah, you, you have that ability to do that. <clears throat> and not only that, but the, like, for example, we were talking about, uh, like, fear. And th so this is how I'll relate back to that. So with paranoia and fear, it's like these, you know, mass religions, whatever, are indoctrinating mm -hmm. people to think a certain way. Like, if you don't. Um, repent for your sins to Jesus Christ or whoever, Buddha, Allah, then you're going to go to hell or, you know, that dark place, whatever, place mm -hmm. of no return. Mm -hmm. And that entire philosophy is just, it's just really narcissistic in its own way. Because, like, who's to say that I have to... Like, what if I don't, what if I was never introduced to Jesus Christ in my life, or I was never introduced to any, like, Messiah, or Yahweh, or whatever, and then all of a sudden I hear, like, oh yeah, like, I die, and I go, you know, to heaven, and God says, you never repented for anything, so I'm just gonna send you to hell. That's, but repentance that shows... But repentance isn't exclusive to religion, though. 
That's why, right, human, so can you, that's can why you, human beings just naturally have you, regret because they do something shameful and they instinctively feel that. All right. Can you elaborate a little bit more on repentance in terms of uh, outside of religion? What, what forms of repentance are there? Guilt. Yeah. That's, that's a very simple... Yeah, um, but there's also chances for redemption in any lifetime. There's many chances for redemption. You can always make up for it. And I think the, the Are you whole, talking about like reincarnation? Not just reincarnation. You can redeem yourself and something good in the future. That I mean, you have another chance to live tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's never oh, guaranteed. Yeah, you only yeah, live yeah. once, right? But when the whole... That whole acronym of you only live once comes from the philosophy that maybe you only live once within this body that you are in right now. As like a human male, like for me, like I live in this body once, mm -hmm. but... Maybe I wanted to experience how a dog perceives the world in the next lifetime, you know? Maybe I want to, you know, experience those different genetics. Well, but I'm not going to play we, victim. We I'm not going to play victim because obviously it gets nowhere and you need to move past that and, and otherwise you'll never achieve anything. Well, you see... Wait, what do you mean by victim? I don't, I don't so, understand. Like you're victim, like, oh, I was born in this world. I didn't get asked to be born and stuff like that. Like people who are depressed, oh, right, have anxiety, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like Let that. Let me ask you something then. So why don't animals think that way then? Because animals have a difference. Um, okay, animals, the, the difference between, I think Manly P. Hall talks about this. So he says that um, the difference between us and animals specifically, not plants or minerals and rocks, stuff like that, just us and animals, they lack the faculty of memory. And that's why they're not able that's to not adapt. True. Well, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's Manly P. Hall states this in okay, his studies that. But he's wrong. That, hold on. Let me, let me explain what he says first before you say he's wrong. Because before you analyze something, you're saying that it's wrong, and that's ignorant. There's evidence. Okay, it's the it's common sense at this point because what what he talks about is that the reason why animals are not able to adapt adapt human language in the current time that we're in right now is because mm -hmm. of their lack of memory if their if their memory was on par with ours like for example apes or primates mm -hmm. like yeah i think there's videos of them like driving golf carts setting fires and shit like they know how to do shit you <laughs> okay. know so if yeah. if every animal had those instincts and then you combine it for example with like dolphins how they have um what is it um uh, echolocation and stuff like that like red dolphins have that like if you were to combine all the species and they're different you know abilities and then you mm -hmm. were to give them memory over time they would adapt they the ability to speak not as strong as the human body how like, uh, what does that mean our, how is um, memory is a memory it's not as strong our, we... our retention our retention span is is stronger than what about dogs so they forget their owners every fucking day no i'm not no i'm saying that in terms i'm, I'm saying that's not as strong as ours I'm not saying that they, they don't have any memory, Dan. I'm saying that it's just not on par with the human species yet. Maybe it might be in the future. Maybe one day uh, an animal You're literally calling or... animals weak then. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, no, no. no you're seeing with it, us because no, no, we're, we're you're better seeing, than them. You're seeing it as weak. But you're, that's, that's, just the way, that's, just that's the way you're no, because, explaining No, because human beings also lack things too. I I'm understand that the way you're saying, explaining it to me is you're thinking that they are weak because they can't fucking communicate with us like us no but they're able to communicate with themselves okay but so and so okay we okay so let me ask you this so man why is it that uh he gets attacked by a bear like just randomly like because the, the bear is hungry start, hold, on, hold on 
so there there's humans that are like, oh, I'm not going to let this bear kill me. Like, I'm not going to give this bear permission to kill me. But the bear itself is doesn't give a shit about what you think. It's hungry and it wants to eat. And it's going to kill you regardless um, of That's not what, always the case. But many times the case, the bears are one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. That is like, true. Do you, no, it is true. There are, there, okay, there was a guy, I think he was in, uh, he was in, um, where was it? Uh, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And he worked at like a zoo or something. He trained a bear mm -hmm. from when it was a baby, a baby cub. Mm -hmm. And it grew into a, like a massive bear. I forgot what species it was. And it killed him in the zoo when he was feeding oh, one day they're so wild. what do you mean okay exactly but they're one of the most untamable animals but out they, there it's been proven they have been tamed and they haven't attacked to a lives. certain it extent it, it's all Wait, perspective I, on the certain individual bear yeah but dan this all goes back to memory their memory is not fully developed so as, how do you explain the, the species. other ones you can't just show me one example and say that okay. that's right well, yeah, okay how, how primates would you, how would you explain okay. um that man who literally goes out in the in the sahara and hangs out with a pack of lions who's because he, he acts he, like lions who he who he's actually uh but have they adapted the ability to speak in the english language why or any would language they that he speaks no, 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 why exactly they? No. exactly so they're, no, they, they the lack language. the genetics you have to admit that they That's, lack you're the calling genetics them weak. no it's not it's just as simple okay, but, as the universe but the thing is like not every, putting that into but reality can, but you can reverse that to us i'm not saying it's not possible the, uh, dan i'm not saying it's not possible for an animal to experience different genetics i'm just saying at this current time period that we're in animals are not able to undergo that stage yet Wait, wait, but and that no, is a fact. But, but why does that's that, a fact. But why does you that not argue the facts? Why does that matter? That's logic. Why that's does that matter? Logic. But why does that matter though? Because they have their own sophisticated language. Why do they need to talk to us? Why? why? But they okay. In a sense, what they, is the they, because they, it but, creates a whole new form of understanding. But the thing is, communication isn't limited to just what we say and blurt out. It's also yes. it can be explained through yes. expression. That's through why the guy. When he, yeah. yeah, that's why the guy when he goes up to the pack of lines that you can see that they fully know who he yes. is and they love him. And there's a guy who has a pet bear out in the woods who who that bear always recalls who he is every time he goes back to the woods. And yeah, there might be cases. But I mean, who's to say that that bear right. wasn't, so, was that bear didn't become angry because he was in a zoo? Okay. Like there so, has to so be other factors. There has to so, be other factors. So the abuse involved. factor is where it comes into place. So yeah. if, now if, if animals were able to experience communication. They do. But in the same level. level, in the same level that we, but communicate. why? See, okay. No, listen, Dan. You don't understand. Yes, I if, do. If no, because if if an if a bear was untamable its entire life and it underwent um, severe circumstances, like in a zoo, for example, okay. you would need it to communicate in your language so that you can actually come across as okay. You were surrounded by all these negative influences in your life. Maybe I can teach you something new. Maybe I can teach a, a dog new tricks. Let me ask and, you a question. And that, and that, you can't just teach through movement to a bear that it's, it's been, you know, mistreated its entire life. That's not going to work. Let me ask, it you, will let kill me ask you. you a question then. Was it the bear's choice to be in the zoo? Was it the bear's choice to even be helped by you in the first place? Okay. It was having a fine life before you guys showed up and okay. came away. Again, wild animals are unpredictable. Of course they are. Okay, so you can yeah, never... So are humans. Okay, Dan, again, it all goes back to memory. But animals do have memory. Not on the same level as humans. What does that mean? Okay. What level do we have memory okay. on? Actually, I don't know if that's true, though, because they say dolphins are one of the most... 
one of the smartest again every animal is different though that's why i can't just speak for one animal and not the other wait if every animal is different then why do you okay i understand that most animals aren't consciously aware as we are like i understand that but then again we can reverse that idea of what you're saying and be like we're inferior to dolphins because they have yeah, sophisticated it's language not gonna, and a, I'm not and saying it goes like, one way. I'm not saying it goes one way. I'm just saying that well, in terms of e every single animal, every mm -hmm. animal has a different benefit than the next. Like a giraffe, for example, is able to reach, you know, tall trees and eat from there. Wait, like but it's what, not like every okay. animal is going to have every gift. That's, not, I that's understand, the entire... But what's, what's your point that you're getting? If, I, don't, I don't understand. Okay, because communication, whether it be on the physical aspect or whether it be on the aspect of projecting frequency like in different, you know, forms of it, then essentially everything can work coherently, you know, more flu, there'd be more fluidity within that. If and we were, if we were able to speak to every other animal in their form of language, yeah. or if I mean, you could, our language. maybe right now, the only forms of communication that we know of are telepathically to animals or physically through body movement, body language, like, to, for example, to a lion, uh, lion, how you have to keep eye think, contact and you have to maintain strong that, I, body I about, posture. I was about to say that and you have to actually yell and project, yeah, like there are, yell louder than the lion. Yeah. Social cues that we developed, yeah. and I think it's from evolution that, and most um like, I don't know, I guess zoologists, they would say that if you were to have or if you were to be um, calm, I guess, to a certain animal, they can actually see that in you. Like, I, there's a guy yeah. in uh, Africa, there's a, a an elephant charging right at him, and he didn't move. Mm -hmm. And right when the elephant got to, like, maybe this close to him, it stopped. Because it noticed mm -hmm. how he was uh, posturing himself. Yeah. But, uh, but I feel to like limit, every, but to every limit, animal has but, that. But to limit our beliefs that an animal cannot eventually undergo certain genetic mutations or metamorphosis. No, involves, and And not just, yeah. not just animals, but plants... And I know that sounds silly, but even rocks and minerals, like we don't know exactly what everything is made up of down to a subatomic level yet. Technically, so, everything's alive. Yes. To count atoms so, so they're all able to interact in a similar way. Maybe not on the same level currently because they operate on lower frequencies versus higher you know, free pitch frequencies. But we cannot limit our understanding on communication. Like it can, animals can undergo... Um, so, your, so your point is that animals should, or that we be should better. figure out a it'd way. Be, well, it'd be better. If they yeah. can't, then we should we can figure actually, out a way to... Yeah, just, I'm not saying put laser beams on dolphins like Austin Powers or anything like that. I'm saying like, like oh, yeah. there, there probably is ways that science is not funding this project yet, but there probably is a certain aspect where we can actually equip voice boxes to translate a dolphin's language or a primate's language into human language. We just don't want to put the investment into it because we really could give a shit about the earth it just or it animals. Takes, it just takes like, a, it's way too complicated though. I don't think it's, it's not. We don't no, give, it's it's it simpler than going to space. It's, no. it's a lot. I think, I think I don't think you understand how complicated and how complex language is to other animals. We look at it as they're like, obviously, it's very obvious when observing a certain animal and how they interact with each other. But when it comes to actually communicating, like, we don't... Like, if we were to look at a dolphin, like, oh, he just did two squeaks. Does that mean he's going to go left or go right? Like, it's okay. so super complicated. Because the, super because complicated. They're, they're, 
not shifting their perspective in the right direction. The scientists are looking at it as, oh, the monkey is repeating this pattern, so maybe we need to follow its repetition. No, because the monkey is unpredictable. It's a wild animal. So you need to treat every animal, including the human species, as the same basis of understanding. So for example, if you look at uh, social dynamics in terms of like attracting the opposite sex, like male or female, whether it be, you know, whoever, like if the male or female is looking down, it usually means that they like you. If they're looking side to side, like after they look at you, that cue is saying that they're undecided. If they look up, that means that they're not interested. There's different cues that we're not mm -hmm. targeting. It's all comes back to the subcommunications, whether it be humans, animals, primates, whatever. They all have subcommunications. And yeah, that is how that, that is where that. we start. We and that. and you can literally take those subcommunications and translate them through technology to translate them into English or Spanish, whatever you want. But that doesn't it's, work. No, we're just not. Like we're that. just not investing. It in doesn't it. work. We're just not. But animals have different subcommunications. Those those cues, those social cues that animals give off. But the subcommunication are, isn't the core communication. It's that's why we call it sub, not communication. Yes, that's but it that that's where we analyze the nature of that uh, specific animal. But that's, the that's we've animal. done that already though. We've we've no. Like I, I'm sure we don't know everything, but I'm sure we know a huge portion of subcommunication when it comes to certain animals. But the I mean, thing how is, do you, like, yeah, like, how do you explain the lion thing? That's yeah, that's like subcommunication. We, okay. You can't pinpoint the exact dolphin uses the dolphin like, uses I think fifty percent of their brain capacity, which means they're probably op they're probably most likely operating on a higher level communication than human beings. Yeah, if you actually look through at the brain, it looks like they have three. It yeah. looks like they have um, a triplet like brain, a third hemisphere. Yeah, or third hemisphere yeah, of their yeah, brain. Yeah. yeah, and it's growing on the forehead, right? Yeah. So they say that echolocation is probably a higher level of communication than human beings are able of comprehending. So why not just put more money and more research into the dolphin? Because I mean, you I see, mean, you see know. places like SeaWorld, like abusing animals. We're focusing more on. We're getting a little off topic. I feel like this is something we should save for another one. Oh wait, let me, because let we're me, going back to fear. That's that's what this whole podcast is about. Yeah, but let me let me just say something real quick. Animals do learn our communication because when you say sit to a dog, what does he do? Sit. If you say roll over to a dog, what does he do? He knows these words, and he's attributed actions to whichever words we say. Whenever I say whistle, it means bone yes. in Spanish. He immediately, and that's crazy because it's in Spanish. It's and it's very. It's actually. I don't think it's difficult for them to actually learn our, our language. I think it's much more difficult for us to learn theirs. Because we don't know if a bark means something. Like, we, we when it comes to dogs, too, I mean, we notice how their behavior is. But do you want to know by the... By their tail movement or by the way they're sitting or by the way they're slouching. Like, but it's social cues, not language. Yeah. No, that that that's makes sense. I'm just saying now that you have to look at the... Uh, the undercut of like where the dog, I mean, if you want to victimize the dog, if you want to put yourself in the dog's shoes and say, okay, I do have that memory aspect, maybe not fully, um, you know, comprehensible as the human body, but let's say it is, 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 I really don't let's say it is. but how do we know that for a fact? Because though? it should Cause... be able to speak, like it should be able to speak our but language. How like does it's... memory... Show, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, because sense. you have it to should. also know... No, no, that doesn't make sense because you also have to intake the physical structure of their mouths. The only reason we speak like this is because of our jawline, because of the muscle contractions, that everything is everything is evolutionary place for us to speak this way. A dog can't speak the way we speak. Yeah, but you have people, you have people, you have people with um, 
like different mental diseases or uh, you know mutations like when they're born yeah. they can speak like they can speak but they're language. human those are human but, yeah, but they're, they're mutations beings, but they're you can see their faces are deformed they're still or like, human okay but it dan just just because you're human How doesn't can... you just said Lewis just said that the way that the mouth is formed is reason Look at why a fucking we can actually, dog. Okay, no, that, it still saying, has a similar freaking. No, mouth. it does not. Damn, it I'm has teeth. Saying, it has a tongue. It's got. The, you're, okay, okay, you're taking language for granted, dude. But we don't no, have no. an yes, elongated snout and mouth. Like it's impossible for them for. To I don't even think a dog say, can say pee. There's no way a dog can say pee. Okay, yeah, it's there uh, is yeah, actually videos on the internet of dogs like kind of like uh, squealing or something like that, and they actually do say the word. They say the word. It like might just sound like that to you. Yeah. No, no. They're, like they're, some dogs can actually almost enunciate the fucking word, man. Like you need to watch these videos. They exist. Like I've seen a lot of them. You haven't seen all of them then because I've they, seen a lot of them. They're all then. The how can you same. say that a dog cannot enunciate? Like if with a little bit more ability, it can actually. Because the you way undergo a dog, genetic mutations. Okay, you're fucking thinking that every animal thinks the same way as us. No. Yes, you are. No. Because language goes down. No, to I'm how not saying think. think. I didn't. Dan, I'm La not saying how language how is so much more complex no, than you think. No, thinking. language is an extension of how you think, Dan. That's the difference. Of course it is. That. So then, why are you saying it's the same communication thing? Communication in itself to every single animal on this planet is so unique to it that there is no possible way that it can learn another form of communication. Ours is not the fucking single most best communication. It's not. It, it is for us. But why should it be for an animal? I'm it, saying. It's I'm doing, saying. It's, I'm saying for the the for the better when, when there of are, us. when there are new when there are new neurons being fired between. Uh, two different species of animals, they're actually able to communicate. So you can actually research this. There are different I species. I understand. Hold on, hold on. Let me I finish. Let me, let I me finish. No, you understand what I'm saying. Let, let's say an animal can communicate with an elephant. There are, there are mm -hmm. records of this where okay. different other species of animals can communicate. Why? Yes. But why can't humans... Wait, uh, through language yes. or through... Yes. But you're saying through English. Though. Through fucking English language. No, no like, okay. Not through sound as well as through... They do. Through... Through subcommunications, they do. Such body movement. No, you did not just say that. You're saying that why should, um, why should human beings be? Why should all animals be subject to the English language? Exactly. No, I'm not saying that. You but just did. Though. No, no, I'm saying that it is possible, and you're saying that it's not. You say we should do that. I'm saying that they should have the ability to. But why? they should have. They should have that. It's um. It's just a given. It should be a gift. It's a look at it as a gift. Like the ability for them to learn the English language and then them, you know, returning and showing us, hey, you guys can also use echolocation in these ways. Like it's well, uh, it, like we should so, not so subjugate ourselves so to one language to, or one form of expressing so, sound. So what you're man. trying to say is that we should just find just one foundational language that can inter that can communicate with every single species because and, you, and you not just plants animals too yeah plants yes and as and okay. even the earth itself See, there's but a how, thing how called, like, called our mind but uh, yeah right. that's why i don't under, i don't right. think how do they know that if like a lion and a dog like you know you've seen those videos but the mind like, needs to ex or be expressed physically or, the mind is mental the universe is mental but how do we so know that's to, how do we know that's language between two different species of animals that are interacting with each other and they're acting friendly like how i don't think they can pinpoint that it's exactly language coming out of their mouths and they understand what they're saying to the, each other there it's are a form some, of expression there there are two ways of expression there there's the literal aspect 
where they're actually expressing the sound and then there's just like the, the it's language cues and then there's body cues like through movement and well, that, yeah, that's I the know, two ways know, of expressing like, so so there, like there are dog... records of both there are records of both of yeah, two but, different species but what i'm trying to say is yeah. like the form that they take like if a dog growls you know that it's a form of anger if he mm. barks slightly or if he whimpers, that's a form of like him desiring something from you, right? But that doesn't mean that we know exactly what he's saying. We just know the behavior that's that's behind whatever he's saying. That's where the tone. you look at tonality. But we yeah. don't say, that's, oh, I, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah. that, that's the thing. Or if he's a, a, interacting with a lion, like a dog and a lion or whatever other species, like we, we don't, we can't know exactly for sure what they're saying to each other. But we only observe how they're behaving, and then we conclude that oh, they're, they're friendly to each other because mm -hmm. of the, they're not eating each other right now. But the thing is, like, I'm I'm still a little confused by the way. You, what do you All mean? Right, so by, I'll like, go deeper into it, so you guys yeah. can kind of look at it. We'll go back into victimizing uh, victimization after that. Mm -hmm. um, so. Do you have you guys seen the videos on the internet? Uh, they take like the high pitch frequencies or low pitch frequencies, and they form and they like keep making the frequency higher, and then you can see the sacred geometrical patterns, yeah. like the uh, spiral graphs mm -hmm. being yeah, formed yeah, yeah. on the on like the metal plate. That is what I'm talking about. If we're able to detect certain patterns within tonality and frequencies, we should be able to de depict and detect what the animal is saying or through like a potential growl, through the tonality I mean, of the growl, we can potentially translate that into an actual word. We should have that technology by now with where we're going, but we're putting so much money into the military okay, so that, and all this other bullshit that doesn't even matter. Well, it's much we're, more than the military. It's Oh, it's much more, okay. yeah. I'm just saying that for, for like yeah, yeah, yeah. money, like to you do, can just tell military To literally do one. that, you would have to completely understand the mind of a dog. And again, the, and the again, we have that, the we, we just don't even understand decided. our own minds. What the fuck? That that's impossible. But but when you were, if you were to analyze the mind of a dog, you would understand more by yourself as well. It's not just like you understand one way, not the other. It goes but, both ways. It always goes. Do, do you know who uh, like, Steven Pinker is? No. He's. You should look him up. He actually deals a lot, a lot with uh, linguistics. Do you have a pen? Pen? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, uh tell me after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, his name is Steven Pinker. He's a. Uh, He's a, I forgot in what aspect of science he works in, but he mostly deals with linguistics. And he actually says that there is actually a part of our brain in humans. I don't know if it's exclusive to humans. I'm sure every other animal has it. But to us, it's a certain part of our brains where we can actually process language and the way we speak to each other because... But, but like, the thing is, he also mentions how... Um, like, if a person born in the 1700s were to just somehow travel in time and, and go to this current moment, like, let's say they were just here with us, the language barrier, although that person may be speaking English, there would still be a barrier to that because you also have to take into account the environment and the other people that are around that because a person that was that was living in, like, the 16th century or something that, that was speaking English is not the same... English that we're speaking right now to each other, you know, mm -hmm. there are many words that we don't use anymore back in the day, and there, and there are many words that that um that are completely unaware of us that they used back in the day, and like this terminology terminology and all that stuff, like. So so what I'm trying to say is. Actually, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It goes back to English and Latin, but like because English is just yeah yeah because it's what the thing the thing about language it's ever developing so it's. It's pretty, it's pretty impossible to pinpoint 
everything exactly because even we as human beings, we just by speaking English, you go back far enough, you're not going to understand shit. Dude, if you read some of the literature from like, okay, try reading Shakespeare. That's English. That's 100% English. But it's literally impossible to comprehend. You know, I was actually looking into this. Uh, there's a book. It's uh, like the middle pillar. What is it called? Um, Garden of uh, Pomegranates. Ga Garden of Pomegranates. That book talks about uh, gematria and how you can actually translate uh, every Hebrew letter into an actual like number. Like every Hebrew letter of the alphabet can yeah. be translated to a number. So it, I think it can also go into that. Um, like, I mean, we don't know if, you know, numbers are infinite. I'm guessing they are, but um, it's only measurable through computer algorithms and stuff like that. But anyways, we're getting a little bit off topic. I want to go back to um, like yeah, yeah. pride and fear and uh, what that kind of goes into. So um, I'll start off with like Matthew McConaughey because I'll kind of branch off of what you said. So yeah. he actually talks about um, changing the environment of the individual is what's actually going to ensue uh, spirituality, you know, good, physical, mental uh, health, all that good stuff. And he also talks about, um, I don't think it was him, but he, there was this other guy I was reading about and he was saying that pride is like one of the worst sins out there. And that's how you like, pride is the one way ticket to hell or something like that. And I was thinking to myself, like, to like that is that phrase right there is subjugated to his beliefs. Yeah. And, I'll t and I'll tell you, I'll tell you something because yeah, pride, definitely. pride goes both ways. Because pride is like acts as a foundation for trust. It it like when you say, okay, I'm gonna keep my word today. Like I'm not gonna say something that I'm gonna do something to someone today, and I'm actually gonna follow through and do it. Mm -hmm. So because if I tell like for example Jenny, like if I tell her, hey Jenny, I'm gonna be um, at at your crib at like eight o'clock, and then I don't show up, like as a person, I should feel that guilt. Now, if if you don't feel guilt or you know remorse for um for your pride then there is faultness in that um it also goes back to what does that do with pride though That's, yeah I don't get that. because we, we were talking about pride yet uh in the last podcast um no but the example that you just gave what how so so it's prideful? um well like because when you keep your word it shows that you, that you have honor and honor is a form of pride. So uh, that kind of goes back into like medieval times during the um, but, Hellenistic period, like during can, like ancient Rome and stuff like that. Can't you be humble and still do that though? Yes, that's what, but that's, I feel like it's still kind of hard because like, let's say someone like, let's say someone to me, like let's say I'm, you know, humble for example, and someone uh -huh. to me tells me that they're gonna keep their word all these times, like, like oh yeah, I'll help you out and then when the time comes, when it's like, you know, they said they're going to help me out that one time. They, they don't, don't help me out. Yeah. yeah. And then I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to forgive this guy. And then they just keep doing that. Eventually, that humble person is just going to break and just be like, no. It, it like, that, like, that, like, and then like, then they kind of make a deal with that person. They say, okay, if you break, if you break one more time, I promise you, I will never speak to you again. And, and that, and to hold that word, mm -hmm. is that the bad pride or is that the good pride? Like to say, I won't ever speak to you again. And I'm going to keep that word. I don't think that's pride though. I think that's just, I think that's just being, uh, like that's just having integrity for yourself. Okay. Cause a lot of people like, see that as wrong. Like they say, like, why would you, you like now you're not, yourself. 
Cause I but think, what about with that other person? Say, oh, you're not going to talk to me because that one thing, like, like yeah, I mean, but, I'm going to keep my word. Yeah, but that, I think that's a right? misconception that a lot of people have about pride and being um, humble. Because a lot of people look at being humble as being like a doormat for everyone else eventually. You're just going to become so passive. And then everyone's gonna take take advantage of you and whatnot, and also because you look as naive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then being proud is looked at as because pridefulness does eventually breed arrogance. You you become so prideful in yourself, it it can blind you, and yeah. you can, and that's where you have that whole ego trip, because if you're too prideful for anyone else's, then that can stop you from helping other people or or whatnot. And but see that that's all go back into God, because like if there is a God. And you mm -hmm. are too arrogant, and you are prideful. Like he, if he's all knowing, like you know, but that's or all knowing of what we don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. then he would explain to us why we're so prideful. And then if we still don't understand, then obviously he's gonna have to send us somewhere. Maybe it may not be hell. Maybe it might be back to the earth to learn but the a thing, different like, lesson. I don't, because I don't think, because if you have to spend a whole lifetime just to learn a lesson, that's a long time, and you're gonna probably learn that shit. No, you like, will, especially in this if. Dude, you have yeah. I I feel like there's a there's always a time where you're gonna have to die, and that's gonna be and there's gonna be a reason why that time is uh, like happening, mm -hmm. and then wherever you are and whatever time it's at. But what I'm trying to say is like I don't think God is unaware of how flawed we are, because that'd just be stupid. Like you just said, he's all knowing, right? So he would obviously know that's what they that say. we have that's what lust in us, that we have pride in us, that we have gluttony in us. We have we're human beings. Yeah, but you know we have we have, okay. But, but the thing do, is, like, do you know what the hermetic teachings but, teach? They teach that the the man has all the same abilities as God. That he is able not not only is God the architect, but the man is the architect of his own mind, and that he is able to analyze every other thought. He's able to pick and choose which thoughts to think and which will have positive and negative influence on him. And he knows when he's committing to lust, love, um, See, that's, arrogance, that's pride. See, that's like, the irony, though. We know that, but we continue to do it. That is where... That's, that, that is where... Re See, okay. that's, that's, so, that's the problem so with I, sinfulness. I'll, I'll kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. turn it on this. Because if you look at it as... Um, like, if you look at... Like, okay, let's say there is no heaven and hell, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say that karma does exist. If that's the if that's the truth, then karma would make up for a heaven or hell, like if if it does exist. Mm -hmm. Now to say that it's a pre that it's predetermined, like that karma was here before mm -hmm. human beings, that's hard to say. That's yeah. we can say for another podcast, but like that's that's my best way of doing it because like karma has so much influence on us. Like it has it acts it has kind of the same. Um, foundation of sphere it has like those same aspects to it like similar yeah, i yeah. should say not the same but it has the ability to reverberate off of people because everyone has their own you know magnetic field of energy that they kind of build on themselves and then once they project it it comes back full circle essentially yeah but but I, like I, I honestly think that god doesn't throw us into heaven nor does he throw us into hell we choose that by the actions that are yeah. taking place at this current moment. Mm -hmm. And that because that's the main problem. We're so aware of what we're doing and that's what But I'm saying when, in terms of death because we were going into death. Okay, yeah, yeah. Before but in the but I'm saying podcast. like prior to death, like we you just named off all the things yeah. that, that we could do, but we 
we don't stop ourselves from doing it. We continue to do horrible things to each other. See, that's where the sin comes in. Because we're fully aware that, like, pornography is bad, or, like, killing someone is bad, doing this and that is bad, but it's gonna, like, hurting other people is gonna bring a bad consequence, right? Mm. But we continue to do it. So, I, I really don't... I but don't that think, is... A, there's a name for that. I don't think there's that actually God a throws you that. into hell. Yeah. We choose to dive into hell ourselves, and that's the yeah. main problem. I don't think... But in, that's in terms of enlightenment, yeah, in terms of yeah, in terms of enlightenment, um, like it's it's all about knowing what you don't know, and that's back to just life in general. Yeah. yeah, but like those people that continue to do what, like knowing that they're doing something wrong, but they're not doing it. There's a there's something that they don't know yet, like that they could they, be stuck in a habit. They they, they don't religion. know what they don't know yet, yeah. so. And, uh, yeah, they, they could be stuck in a habit. It takes 21 days to form one. So, um, but back to that free will thing, because uh, this actually leads me to another interesting point, mm-hmm. is um, they say that, um, like, okay, if I'm born and I wasn't asked to be born as a, as a dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that imposing my free will? Like, doesn't that make me a victim to some greater power or something greater than myself? I mean, the world mm-hmm. itself is greater than myself, but... To receive genetics that I didn't ask for is imposing my free will in a way, in in a certain aspect. If you look at it like critically, I, I, see, I see what you're saying, but you don't know whether the action that took place was your decision in, in the process because out of three hundred million sperm cells, you're the one that made it. So who's to say that? I'm not saying that you were aware of. You're like swimming. <laughs> I, you're I, fucking yeah. Sperm cell. yeah, just I'm not Stewie, saying you are Stewie from Family Guy. Yeah, I'm not saying you're aware that you're just swimming and trying to reach the egg, but the thing is, like, even when it comes to that, I, I, I like, a, I thought of that too because Jason brought that up one time, and I thought that that was really trivial because I'm like, who cares? Oh, he brought like, up what I just said. Yeah, yeah, he brings he brought it up all the time back in the day, and I just kept thinking, I'm like, that's it's pointless to think about because we're given the cards that we're dealt with, and we just have to make what it, what we have because. We can go on and on all day about, oh, I'm not six feet tall. I don't have this skin color. I don't have the the built or the bone structure of this person. Like everyone in the entire world can say that about everyone else in the entire world and be like and compare themselves to each other and be like, mm. I don't have this, I don't have that. Be- and that's the problem because people don't actually look at their own potential. Instead, they worry and compare themselves to everyone else. And then that's just like... It that's what the internet from, does to people man yeah it really yeah. does yeah. yeah that's yeah but uh but uh, that that leads me to another great point so uh i think that's uh, go back goes back to the uh principle of um genders mm-hmm. so they say that i is what no, it's gone. <laughs> they say that i is um more more lean more towards masculinity while the word me like me is more directed towards femininity Mm -hmm. so in that it it kind of it's kind of weird but they say that ultimately like male and female are literally the same thing like on a mental level like male and female is one like it's there is nothing to differentiate either one so are you saying that both your hemispheres are the same uh, I mean, there are aspects in That's each that 
the wire the other part to but the other. So I mean, different. they have to be completely different. Yeah, but they're connected. They're connected, but they have to be different. Yeah, they operate differently, similar to male and female. But I mean, when it comes to the whole gender, I mean, I have heard that. On a uh, mental, I've heard level, like uh, yeah. I have if heard the universe is saying, mental, yeah, and the universe is both masculine and feminine, because it has Dude, yeah, I got properties, argument, different yeah. masculine and feminine properties. I too. got an argument with some dudes saying that just because a word has a masculine, um, a masculine vowel or a feminine vowel, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. He's saying that that's sexism. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so just a word. You don't even have to apply a meaning behind that word or in, or an intention or anything like that just the word itself is sexist and i thought that was the dumbest shit in the world like he said like in spanish the door is la puerta which ends in an a mm-hmm. which is which is uh which is feminine, feminine. Yeah. yeah and then so he's trying to say in a way that's sexist and i'm just like why He's like, because it's feminine. Or he'll, he'll go off and start, say words that are O's, like Latino. That's why many people are using Latinx, because it's somehow, it's not inclusive to fucking whatever the fuck. It, like, it doesn't matter. Oh, so it's like the transgender like, thing going yeah, on over in, there in Mexico, in, too? Yeah, it's insane, because really? it doesn't solve anything. All it does is just mask the Cause more problem. problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's just going to cause more argument, like, what, what, now we can't say Latina, Latino, we have to say Latinx now because there are like 50,000 other fucking genders. Yeah, Jordan P. Peterson like talks so about... retarded. Uh, he talks yeah, about yeah. Um, the, the new law that was passed or something like that yeah. and how it's like, they're telling us what we uh, can't say versus what we can say or something yeah, like that, that. And that was his whole was point. Like, his point wasn't that he hates transgenders. His point was government interfering interfering in our lives and telling us what we can and can't say which is what he was fighting against but obviously that's that's pretty bad I, yeah like, that's pretty bad. bad yeah yeah it's pretty and, fucking bad like yeah, i can go spiral out of control yeah like, but everyone else took that okay so eventually we're just gonna be silent like we literally won't be able to say anything it's gonna be yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like 1984 it's, it's just gonna crimes. it's a holocaust <laughs> it's just like Oh, yeah. it's just gonna be like like a lot shit. of a lot of new uh, officials are getting elected into office that have like that LGBTQ community logic in their brains. Oh, yeah, like, especially oh I don't know if you've seen um, the election the election videos for the new governor of Illinois. Uh, I don't remember this dude's name, but he uh, he's a really really big advocate for the LGBT community and. I'm not gonna, I'm not <laughs> saying it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. It could lead it implies, to bad things. Yeah. It, it can lead, really lead to bad things. Because Chicago is a hard, it's a fucking it's a war. City. It's a, it's a war ground. It's hipster as fuck. Yeah. It it's a war in Chicago. Is what it is. It really is left. It's a cultural war. Like Chicago is literally like a culture um, battleground. But the thing, like that's this is another obviously this is another topic. But I mean, this does kind of go into fear too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the mean, fear of not being accepted for what you think you are. But but who's to say what you think you are is what society is going to see you as? But it's because like, they, like they this, suspend logic, though. Like, I can't just go into Chicago, go to, like, an LGBTQ community and be like, I'm a koala. I identify as a koala, so <laughs> call me a koala. I dare you to hold and up then, a sign, like, with like that my, and just fucking like walk in pronoun, that bitch. Dude, like, my pronoun is koala now. Like, are they... This is this is what baffles me because I was like, are they gonna suspend their logic to that 
like that far like how far does this exactly go there won't be logic yeah exactly it's, they're just exactly. plunging us into chaos exactly and it's just like endless illogical nonsense it's dude that's why i'm like how far does it actually go how come there are only 50 genders there could be 10 fucking thousand yeah honestly we could There's we infinite. could just imagine genders infinitely yeah. dude and i'm like that's fucking crazy because dance look, a fucking tree dude I'm like, so yeah, yeah. So if a biologist, no, if let's say a, I'm just going to say leftist because they're typically leftists. If a leftist goes to a biologist and a bi biologist shows them evidence, shows them the, uh, the true evidence of like, of sex traits and whatnot and saying that like, there's only a guy and there's a gal and that's why we use those genders, the only two genders because those are assigned to whatever sex they are and that's it. And they're like, no, there's like 50 genders. I'm like, so, like, I, I, I told someone, I'm like, okay, once they find a third genitalia, then I'll go on board. But right now it's just a dick. Yeah, right now it's just Zer and Z, uh, oh Zer and Z. If, if they find another thing other than a dick in a veg, please show me. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. I guess one, there is another. One, one other gender. Yeah. Not holy, 50. Holy shit. But right now, and then people will argue, okay, no, sex and gender are not, are not in the same category. So that doesn't make I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh my god. So now we're just arguing semantics. Which really, it's just semantics. It's just it terminology. It's just arguing for terminology. I'm like, oh my god. Wait, what are you doing? Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking it serious? Record. It didn't record, did it? At least that's recording. You're right. It recorded 31 minutes. What if it's still going? I'll record it again. Here. Let me just... Wait, what if it's still recording, though? Like, do you remember how it sliced it off right. last time? I'll do it. Alright. Uh, so, right, so, let's just go back yeah. to the to your main topic. Um, up. So, okay. So, another thing with karma is, like... Uh, Matthew McConaughey also goes into this. He talks about... Are we supposed, wait, before you do anything, are we supposed to do another podcast? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we should probably wrap it's it up. 46 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, there's uh, one last thing with um, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. He talks about uh, leaving a trail of breadcrumbs. So, if you ever feel like... And I know everyone is fucking guilty at this goddamn table... About doing this shit. What? If you ever feel like you have to look over your shoulder in any action, thought, or form of speech that you projected onto the world with, chances are what you're doing is fucking wrong. Like, if, if you are... Leave, when I say leave a trail of breadcrumbs, it means like... It, mean, it means like, okay, like, I fucked that person over, I didn't pay him back, and I'm probably never going to pay him back. Mm -hmm. And I know we've all done that shit. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just message to the audience, the viewers, just don't fucking do it. Just just don't you dare. Because, like, chances are the universe knows what you're doing. Like, there's someone who's going to find out eventually. Eventually it's going to come full circle and it will bite you in the fucking ass. I promise you. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, that's just karma. That That's why, I like, 100%. Like, I've had it happen to me where, like, I've been bitten in the ass plenty of times, and I think I was going to get away with it, and then 
No, like it never works. Yeah. Either. So, yeah, just uh, just word of advice. Don't think uh, you're a sneaky motherfucker. But uh, I think that wraps up this podcast. Um, and, uh, and this is our part two of... Archetypes the... and Tenets of Fear. Yes. I'll probably go deeper into it in another podcast because there's a lot more deep. to talk about. Yes. Deep fakes. Neck, neck deep, or rolling deep with uh, G, where you like interviews oh, the porn stars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Any last words? No. Stay frosty. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, make sure to check out our Patreon. Uh, Patreon, PayPal, our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube channel, CastBox. We're everywhere. Check us out. Links in the description. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, you 